The production of this podcast has been made under lockdown, therefore we ask if there is any fuzzy bits that you please kindly forgive us. Hi everyone, I'm Norris. And I'm Rach. And this is Revival Nuggets. The show where we get excited about revival and the bringing of life into the seemingly mundane. Let's be real, life has officially paused, but there is life within the pause. And speaking of pausing, this is the pause pod. So, Norris, tell me, what little nuggets have you had that get you through the day at the moment? Oh, my gosh, firstly, I've just realised that my beer, I've just been... I've just had been having it. I just had it on the radiator, <laughs> and I've got the warmest beer. Oh, Absolute no. nightmare. Um, no, what are my nuggets? I love that we've worked that word in finally. What nuggets? Right. So my my main tactic is just really glamming up. So some days, well, it, it varies. Some days I'll I'll like put my eyebrows on, put my hoops in, big hoops, girl. Um, then kind of in contrast, which I actually get equal amount of enjoyment from I'll like then just basically wear the same pajamas and underwear as yesterday and not leave the house so it kind of but it's weird I kind of get like equal energy from both I think it's a change though I had this last week I was wearing like you know just chilled out leggings sports gear like whatever sweatpants even though I hate that name and jumpers and then on Sunday sweatpants and then on Sunday I was like you know what I'm gonna wear Sunday best today put on a skirt lovely top not to make up just loved it (laughs) Were your housemates like, right? They were like, Rach, you look so gorgeous. And I was like, wow, how bad have I looked Monday to Saturday? Well, <laughs> we, um, to be fair, we've got a cocktail making night planned for Friday. So I'm definitely going to glam up for that. Love so. that. Have you got all the alcohol in? Uh, we didn't need to. <laughs> we've got more than enough. Don't worry about that. <laughs> what I will say, though, are that is that the supply of tequila in uh, the shops is really low so actually if anyone could find some if you could just message us personally dm us that'd be great (laughs) anyway (laughs) also rachel got me into the peter crouch podcast oh that has been the dream such a success it's got me through year after year and i can't believe you never even knew about it as an avid football fan i would expect you to know i know I know. I like love it. I love football, and I don't understand why I've never listened to it. And I've always been kind of interested in like what goes on in the dressing room. So you get such insight you'd never have otherwise. I know. I know. It's incredible. I would highly well listen to our podcast first, and then go and listen to Peter Crouch's as well. Yeah. So that's a good. good tip for you. Um, right. What have you been up to? Um, highlights recently probably have been table tennis in the dining room, which is always good. Yeah. Um, and to be fair, the highlight of every day is at 11.20am, everyone in the yeah. house stops work, goes to the kitchen, we whack on a banging tune and we just <laughs> dance around the kitchen with a bit of indoor cricket at the same time. Um, this doesn't even surprise me. <laughs> today it was Justin Bieber, who was obviously on very loud. <laughs> oh my gosh, so feel good. <laughs> Do you know what, actually? That's, I've, I've watched a, um, I was on Instagram yesterday and I watched, there's a video of Bieber and he basically has created a salt course in his home. So from one end of his living room to the other, he's put out chairs and a table and he like races himself 
Oh, what a man. <laughs> I know. I know you've also been doing serious things, Rachel, so don't try and pretend that yeah, it's all dancing to Bieber. I did actually get interviewed for CNN last week. I was on the street. There you go. Yeah, they stopped me and asked me for feedback on the NHS, and I was like, it's spectacular. <laughs> <laughs> That's the nugget we were after. I know. Anyway. Literally, it's like... Sorry, I've got to go and call Russia. Um, I'll, I'll call you back later, Norris. And I'm like, cool, no, I was, um, was going to go anyway and make some toast. So, <laughs> yeah, don't, don't worry about it. Um, right. No, we've, we have received some lovely feedback. Thanks, guys. We're Classically, we spent about four seconds of the last podcast talking about boys. And that is essentially the only feedback that we've been given. Um, everyone's just buzzing to hear about the uh, about our dating life. You lot are transfixed. There is so much expectation around that pod in the future. I know. We need to basically we need to actually create some uh, content for that. So um... <laughs> Rachel's number is oh seven. No, but seriously, guys. <laughs> We have actually had some feedback as well that people, moving on, we've had some feedback that people want to know <laughs> about um, why we've called it Revival Nuggets. Now, Nuggets yeah. has obviously already got into the pod. Norris Nuggets for the day. But... Um... <laughs> oh my gosh, that is not a thing. <laughs> it is. It'll be in the next segment. Um, but also Revival, why have we called it Revival Nuggets? So I think probably when we were thinking about it, was it there were like two main things that, that stood out, weren't there? Yeah. I'd say, so we had two strands, not that you can ever break revival down into that, but we had two strands. Um, The first one was that we, um, out of this time, we just believed there were so many people who were going to meet with Jesus, essentially. Like, basically, there's this whole ream of people who inside just have that kind of niggle that's been going for so long. And finally, maybe they can just pay attention to the niggle and actually that could leave a massive open door uh, for kind of discovering who God is, learning about whether people think it's true that, um, that the story of Jesus is true. And if it is, like, basically how much it means that they are loved, really. Mm. And just, I don't know, I got a kind of picture of this, almost like a, like a soft door, if that makes any sense, that everyone's doors, for some reason, are really soft. And that it just means that actually they can be pushed open. And... Um, also, this actually makes me feel so, so weird talking about because actually usually I kind of I struggle to talk to people about quite blatantly about um, about Jesus because usually for me it's like, I don't know, in a bar or if I see, I don't know, Brittany, Brittany puts up a vaguely Christian Instagram post and I text my friend like, oh, my gosh, Brittany's a Christian. <laughs> That's usually the that's basically the extent of it so um yeah already this slightly feels out of my comfort zone but yeah that's essentially what our belief is that there are going to be loads of people who know they're loved and strand two is i'm going to shut up strand Strand two two. i love the branding we've got going no but um strand two so we've already touched on it life is mundane it's stripped back we're not quite sure where on earth we are or where we're going but we really believe this is a time when there can be life in it like yeah i am ever the linguist Basically, the word <laughs> the word revival has vival in it, which is like vibe. The whole idea of that is life in so many ways, like the vivification of life, the bringing <laughs> Norris life. To be fair, I actually couldn't say that word, so that's why Rachel got this in. <laughs> she laughs every time I say that, but it does really excite me. Like there is such life to be had yeah. in this time. 
so much joy to find. Anyway, speaking of finding joy and speaking of the mundane, that gets us into the pause pod. So we're talking about a time when realistically we've got no plans. We don't. Well, I have some. (laughs) 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 My housemate's cutting my hair tonight. It's very exciting. I'm so glad this is um this isn't TV and it's just 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 the voice. Otherwise, <laughs> oh my gosh, you'll never know. I think it's going to work really well. Have you anyway, got, um... I'm just bored, so whatever happens, it's great. Moving yeah, on. Let us know in the next pod, can't wait. Anyway, we're in a time we've got no plans, and realistically, we're kind of stripped back to a three day week of yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Um. I actually feel like honestly when people ask the question of like oh so what are you up to tomorrow I like get legitimately overwhelmed I'm like I don't know I don't really know what I'm doing I know and it's like it's a sudden I don't know I feel like we've kind of been robbed of our our plans that were like either in our phone calendar or for me a paper diary they've just kind of it's gone and there's like a huge stop sign in the road I think I don't know from talking to those people it's like the things that almost get you through 2020 so like the holidays that were planned or or even I don't know the family gatherings or whatever it is or just seeing people you love Mm. even I've got a friend who who as the password in her work computer puts her next holiday and (laughs) um and just basically stuff like that that gets us all excited just there are loads of people just now really disappointed basically and like so many friends have had their weddings postponed and they don't know when it's yeah. going to happen. It's so hard. Yeah, I mean, I'm actually quite glad that I'm not engaged, genuinely. <laughs> genuinely very glad. Um, but no, we are definitely having to, we've basically been forced to slow down and I guess change, change our way of thinking. And what's happened is that whoever you are, wherever you are in the country, in the city, basically everyone's got their own story of how this has affected them and I think I don't know people could just write novels on the effect it's had on their lives and mm. whatever I guess the reality is that whatever is our story whoever it is um that there's kind of nothing we could do to change it which is a bit of a nightmare but we can think about how we now do it really well now we can't change it how do we do the pause well I think to be honest I think that's probably the question that is running around my mind the most at the moment like how do we do this well yeah well it's kind of as we started talking first off that's what got us most fired up I think yeah it was how are you thinking of um of doing this time well what is it that's like exciting you when you look at it I think people often say to me, you know, how do you feel? You know, are you feeling anxious about not working? What do you do about the fact that, um, yeah, essentially your whole career has been put on pause. And in life, I sort of have always felt like I've been given, in a sense, like two vocations. And I've always slightly felt the, I guess, the tension pulling me that obviously I love being on set and just doing wild things on set. And then also loving the kind of, side outside of working in tv which is like the partial side the part where I get to just like pray for like two hours and weirdly I think I get a lot of comfort in the fact that I can kind of almost set one vocation aside and really focus in on the other and it gives me a lot of excitement really I'm very aware that I don't know essentially because the podcast is now my career um (laughs) all I have to do is just try and get my voice huskier um I um 
I'm very aware that I'm probably in a more privileged position than most. And also, to be honest, I've had quite a lot of friends text me that, um, you know, actually, it's all very well kind of saying this is the time to pray, but actually they're finding it really difficult with God. And I think, mm. I don't know, I think sometimes the best thing to do is almost just start. And like, I guess we need to realise that we can... We could pray all day, but we can also just say one line of prayer once a day. And that prayer can be the most powerful weapon ever. Like yeah. it's one, it's, it's getting excited about that one prayer rather than feeling that kind of slavery to, oh gosh, I've got to pray for three hours. It's like, oh my gosh, what can God do with like one word, let alone a day? If that makes any sense. <laughs> no, it does. And I think like what you were saying earlier to me of being like, it's so nice praying for like my, my mate who's a nurse and she's going back on the ward and I get to pray yeah. for her and cover her as she's stepping out onto the front line and doing that. And, and it's like the tangible things, I think, that when we face, yeah. when we face a crisis, there's like obvious things to pray for. Um, and so it's kind of a way of, of sparking the fire of prayer again, isn't it, in our, in our lives? It's... Yeah, and, and just even yeah, just praying for the little things. Like, we know that everyone carries God's presence. So, yeah, when your friend goes, to, go, goes into hospital, you know, you can just pray that, you know, there's just one person on that ward who, just, who gets a bit more life into that day because of um, their interaction with my friend, for example. So, yeah, it, I don't know. I like breaking it down to the little things because, yeah. as, we, as we stated earlier, the big things can tend to seem a bit scary all of a sudden um <laughs> you actually are better though at dealing with the big things so um yeah what about what for you what's kind of on your heart for prayer? I mean speaking of the big things I think I am actually finding probably I'm finding prayer life a bit harder than you at the moment in that I don't it doesn't necessarily come naturally to sit down for I don't know who it does come naturally to but I definitely I find it a real challenge to sit down and pray for a long time but the thing that like is seriously driving my prayer life at the moment is the international scene so like countries such as Somalia um that is torn apart by war already in a position where I think it's like actually ranked 194th of 195 countries in terms of like how bad its emergency preparedness is how bad its emergency responses are how bad the conflict already is in the country like it's infection control practices and healthcare access is just awful. Like countries like that where we know that COVID is likely to hit quite soon um, and sanitation isn't even available. Like even running water is a luxury. Um, yeah. And like seeing that versus the UK where we have a phenomenal healthcare, NHS is off the charts. We've got a government that is for us and communicating daily about what's best. We have hospitals that we can go to when needed we have transport that gets us there like honestly we're so blessed and then if you compare it with countries that are um not ready and and will not get ready in time like that honestly mm. breaks my heart so I think praying for wisdom for those governments um to know what to communicate and how praying for um the virus to not even reach those places praying for mm. governments that are well set up like ourselves in the UK that they would lift their eyes and say, hang on, this is going to go hit countries that are not ready and will not be ready. Let's help them. Let's send, let's send resources now. And just kind of praying for that, which honestly keeps me up at night when I pray about it. I'm so excited mm. about, about the fact that in, in the world's eyes, we're doomed. And yet with God, I know miracles can happen. And it's so important mm. that we do lift our eyes from where we're at and pray for these things. Um, 
like I read something actually from the UN the other day that was saying like forget the healthcare on Africa but actually apparently the UN are saying that nearly half of all jobs in Africa could be lost off the back of this. Wow. Yeah, it's huge. Like, it's huge. The ramifications are massive. That's enough to put it in perspective. It's massive. It's, like, actually massive. Like, it's it's always... That's mental. It stops me in my tracks whenever I engage with it. And I think, for me, that is, is not only shaping my perspective, but also driving me to pray and seek heaven just to move in a position where I can't do anything so god can you please come in and change it yeah and I get I mean that's the is a way like that's the biggest thing isn't it like basically just rallying the troops to pray and just like believing that god can stop things in his tracks and god does heal and and actually just being really bold like dear lord may the numbers of people getting this virus now start to decrease yeah i know amen to that come on massive prayer amen cool great that's good prayer cool we can all go home now in which case (laughs) let's crack on with our wise mate (laughs) this is a big break being the first wise mate i know know what the after last week's episode i had a friend text me saying that i needed to apologize to you how come for slamming your wise guys idea i was like (laughs) Absolutely not. <laughs> Do you know what? The, the hilarious thing is, so many people have texted me being like, Rach, just so you know, Wise Guys was definitely better. <laughs> I'm st- sorry, no. I'm standing by Wise Mates. We're chilled. We're chilled. We're those kind of girls. We're chilled. We don't need to, we don't need to rhyme. <laughs> anyway, do you, want to, do you want to introduce your Wise Mate? Yeah, so today we have the glorious Nat Nash speaking about the pause that we're in. She just had phenomenal language to describe it. And I think she, she actually sent this voice note through before we started the pod. Um, and it really, it fed into so much of my thinking. And this is just a little bit of, a, of the voice note. It was a hefty one. Um, and it's full of goodness. So I actually can't wait for you guys to hear it. I was on a run yesterday right in the hills and I'm... Um just reflecting on like a pregnant pause and what is a pregnant pause and it's you know it's a pause where there's so much excitement and expectation and anticipation but also like unknown and I just feel like we're in a moment of like pregnant pause where the whole world is on pause and we sense that something's stirring that something is going to good be emerging but we're still in that pause stage which feels a bit uncomfortable and some days it's really exciting and some days it's a bit unnerving and some days it's quite overwhelming and some days it's um it's great and yeah I feel like I'm I want to just sit down with the Lord and mull over that kind of Lord what have you got for us in this pregnant pause oh Nat Nash the wise soul thank you so much for that goodness do you know what I actually loved about that was well there's two things one is when she talks about stirring and just there's something stirring and being energized because I feel like that is I don't know that for me feels like so encouraging to what we've had on our hearts and the other thing just the kind of way she talks about the days like the different days so one day you can feel like absolutely loving life and the next day it can just be a a couple of little things that just sort of spiral and you start to feel so weird and overwhelmed it does doesn't it and it's like the appreciation that we are in the unknown and actually we can react in Mm any way 
um, which is a shock to ourselves as well. Like on the weekend, on Saturday, it's fair to say that you and I were absolutely buzzing. Like we were just loving. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we were yeah. off the charts full of joy. And then on Sunday, I remember just feeling genuinely quite like uncharacteristically low and overwhelmed um, and confused as to why I was when it's like not my go-to. And I think I basically messaged you, hadn't I, being like, oh, I'm having a funky day. And then um, sharing it just because you basically came back being like, no way, me too. And I thought I was alone. And I think it just like it relieves the the like pressure, doesn't it? And you just feel weird. Yeah. So sharing it helps so much. Yeah, I was so glad when you messaged that, Rach. And I think ultimately if we just text each other when we feel weird, um, usually you can probably find someone else who's feeling a bit weird too. So, um, yeah, before we... Before we end this episode, we'd like to uh, create an action point. We're going to try and do action points every episode, aren't we? Yeah. Um, we uh, This one is, we're going to say, if everyone could message, so one message of cheer or encouragement to a friend. Um, so, yeah, any message that you can just send one day to a friend or even someone that's not a friend, someone who you just feel like God's put on your heart and ask him um, who he wants you to encourage and we'll we'll all do the same yeah because I mean like to be fair if anything's going to get us through this pause it is stuff like that it is it is right should we go let's do it thanks team hit subscribe we look forward to the next pod thank you so much for listening bye okay that was brilliant oh my gosh we literally smashed it (laughs)